Synergy Parenting podcast and I'm very nervous and excited Um, so I'm probably going to be all over the place I haven't written anything down I just want to speak I want it to just flow and I really want it to feel like I'm having a conversation with you that we're just here together and I'm sharing things with you that you already know but I'd like to remind you of the peace and the power that you have within yourself and within the relationship you share with your child and this information we can use in all our relationships because it's just gold. So today I want to talk about all the C's and the S's and the R's. So if you want to write anything down, these are some of the words that flow through my mind and sink into my heart and then run through my hands throughout the day. And they have literally changed the way I feel about myself and about parenting, about being with my children. And so the first word is connection. So Ella Nast says that the three C's of gentle parenting are connection, communication, and cooperation. And the reason why she says that is because when we feel connected, really truly securely connected, when we trust someone, when we feel seen by them, when we feel safe and soothed and secure, using Dr. Dan Siegel and Tina Bryson's words, those four S's, when we feel that in a relationship with somebody else, as an adult, let alone as a very young child, when you know that you are completely vulnerable and dependent upon this person to take care of you, and obviously being the child is the far more vulnerable position, when we feel connected, we are far more willing to be cooperative. And communication is obviously incredibly important because we're wanting to have a relationship with our children. We're wanting to communicate. We're wanting to pass on our values and, our, and the information to them and to teach them how to communicate without blame, shame, judgment, or criticism. To bring in Dr. Dan, I uh, know Dr. Marshall Rosenberg. So I'm not going to always list who I learn all of this from. Perhaps I'll just add it in at the bottom because I do want to always give credit where credit is due. Um, but I want to stay focused. And with having ADHD, my mind can go all over the place when I remember who to credit. So I'm going to add that in in the notes. Connection leads. Connection and communication leads to cap to cooperation, collaboration. And there's so many other C's that I think about all throughout the day. I am trying to be curious. Curious instead of critical. Observing. What does my child need right now? What are they feeling? Because I know that I can meet their needs, help them to meet their needs, and I can help them so much by listening to their feelings. Just listening. Just the the beautiful opportunity of feeling seen and heard and and empathized with and validated is incredibly empowering for all of us. We need this connection. Our first and most intimate relationships create this blueprint, the blueprint that we will have and expect, come to expect and find familiar in all our future relationships. We never outgrow this need for connection and it helps us to fulfill many of our own needs as well as the needs of others. It's through this connection and communication that our children will learn how to understand and empathize with emotions. And then through this understanding of their emotions, they will mature to fulfill their own needs and the needs of others. It's this healthy connection that grows autonomy and interdependence. 
I know that it's popular to condition children to respond to coercion, but we can do it as well with connection and it's so much more effective, more respectful. And of course, it benefits them long-term because they will then learn how to, to treat other people in the same way. In whichever way we choose to lead our children, they will respond to it. They need us. And we don't want to take advantage of the fact because it's their need for connection to us that allows us also so much grace in the parent-child relationship. I mean, we can make a lot of mistakes with our children and they are still hardwired to want to be connected to us. They have nowhere else to go. We don't want to take advantage of that. We, want, we don't want to teach them that they have to work for our love or behave in a certain way in order to be safe. That, I want to talk about the S's now. Our children have a birthright to feel seen and safe and soothed and secure. They need this for their nervous systems to develop, to be able to be in rest and digest. So many of us, we have nervous systems that have become programmed to be in fight or flight or freeze or fawn too much of the time. I mean, these are stress responses we're supposed to be in them when there's a bear chasing us or when there's a real danger. But many of us are triggered into fight or flight or freeze or fawn when our child is just having a meltdown. And that is often because of how we were responded to when we were young, when we were having um, an emotional release, when we were feeling dysregulated. I, I prefer saying dysregulated because that's really what all tantrums and triggers are, right? It's a, a trauma response often. And for our young children, it's a cry for help. They're saying, I need you. I need you to help me feel regulated. I need you to help me feel safe with this very big emotion. And if you can sit with me and you can help me to feel safe while I feel this much anger or this much sadness, then I can learn to feel safe in myself the next time I feel this and the next time. And that's how children learn to regulate through hundreds and hundreds of moments with us co-regulating. Children do not learn to self-soothe. Very much of the time when parents think that their children are self-regulating or self-soothing, they're really just in freeze or, or fawn. And um, I want to talk about that so much in the next episode. But today I just want to stick to the very basic principles of what helps us to have healthy relationships with ourselves and with our children. And being connected it's just balm to almost any situation, soothing, healing balm. If our child is dysregulated or if their behavior is they're just bouncing off the walls or they're just being uncooperative, connection almost always remedies the situation. Think about how you feel when you feel disconnected from yourself and from your loved ones or it puts you into you know, the state of feeling incredibly overwhelmed and a lot of the time our behavior is not great and then afterwards we feel so much shame and added on top of that if we were then punished and humiliated or hurt obviously we would not want to be in that situation but for children they're stuck in that situation so we're wanting to help our children to really trust us and so the three R's they help me almost every day with my children and they are by Panleo. The first R 
is rewind. So when we find ourselves saying or doing something that we really don't want to be saying or doing, we can rewind. I didn't mean to say that. Repair. I'm so sorry. When I yelled, did I did I scare you? Mommy didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. I was feeling dysregulated. I should have taken a moment to breathe. Next time, mommy will remember to breathe and then replay. What I meant to say was the three R's, you know, you can adapt them to help you in each different situation. But the three R's help me all the time with everyone, not just my children. When we parent our children with this level of grace and maturity and with vulnerability, admitting when we're making mistakes and taking responsibility, obviously our children learn to do the same thing. It becomes a safe place for all of us to learn to do better. And the other thing that really, really helps is to have that perspective, to to see our children through a lens of compassion and curiosity instead of criticism and judgment. If we are always presuming that they are just trying to give us a hard time instead of seeing and understanding that they're having a hard time, if we're always thinking that they are intentionally not trying instead of seeing that they're doing the very best they can for now and they will do better when they can, then we we come from a completely different approach. We come from a mature approach where we realize that we are the answer to their needs opposed to feeling helpless and unable to fulfill our children's needs, let alone our own. And so we don't always have to know what we're doing and we don't always have to have all the answers. But another C I think of all the time is confidence and clarity. When I think about myself being a confident, sturdy leader, it helps me to have clarity. So when I'm not sure what to do, I just remind myself that I am the answer to this question. I just need to regulate myself. So whatever I'm doing for my children, I do for myself. I put my hand on my heart and I pause that tape in my head that may be telling me that. So I imagine that I have this little person in my head and she's often very anxious and it's it's little me and she often you know is there to protect me and so she will start to to feel anxious and to to tell me that I don't know what I'm doing and that I need someone more adult than me or I need to go and find somebody else to vent to and I often have to say you know hi little miss anxious I see you you're safe I've got this I can handle this my inner nurturing parent is rising in me all the time and I'm, I'm able to, to just calm and I suppose co-regulate with the inner child and we all have an inner child, we are all the ages that we've ever been and so a lot of the instant instances that we have with our children will often trigger our unresolved issues and we will often behave in the way that we did when we were a child around a certain emotional experience. There's just so much to say. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to just think of the most powerful things that have helped me in my life. And compassion is always my favorite word because if we are wanting to raise empathetic, compassionate, confident um, children, 
we need to be that for ourselves. We can't give our children what we don't receive. And so being what we needed is so much a part of this journey. I hope this was helpful. Um, Connection is the cradle in which we all rest and grow emotionally, mentally and physically. So let's learn and practice how to maintain safe, reliable, authentic and nurturing connections with ourselves and with our children. Clearly connection is a lifetime need worth learning how to attain and maintain. And in our final moments we will seek comfort yet again through our lifetime connections. Thank you for listening.